everybody. Welcome to episode number 181 of the Jeffrey Dad podcast. So there are so many people out there looking for the secret to getting out of debt. And I hate to burst your bubble, but there is no secret to actually getting out of debt. The information is out there. In fact, over the last 180 episodes, we've pretty much have shared everything we can to help you get out of debt. But I will say there is one thing that creates an amazing amount of magic that most people tend to completely forget about. And it makes all the difference in successfully getting out of debt and really achieving any goal that you have in your life. And we're going to be revealing this magic on today's episode. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast with Brad Nelson. Brad and his co-hosts experience the anxiety of living paycheck to paycheck before learning the fundamentals of financial security. They are now on a mission to empower regular people to pay off their debt for good and enjoy happier, less stressful lives. Keep listening for inspirational interviews, tips, tricks, and practical advice to gain financial freedom. Hey, 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 how is everyone doing today? You can find us on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search us at Brad Nelson, Defrey Dad. And as always, welcome to today's show. And remember to get all the resources, show notes, and links for today's show. You can head over to balancesense.com forward slash 181. That is B-A-L-E-N-C-E-D-C-E-N-T-S dot com forward slash 181. So uh, as we talked about a few episodes ago, I think, was it the last episode or maybe two episodes ago, uh, we, we mentioned uh, the Totally Awesome Debt Freedom Planner has now gone digital, and uh, we are excited to announce that uh, we have officially released the Digital Debt Freedom Planner, and uh, we already have people purchasing it and uh, going through it, getting a lot of great feedback. So uh, for those of you who have been waiting for some time, I know we had a digital planner, man, what was that? It was like 18 months ago, two years, man, 18 months ago, and uh, we pulled it just because we weren't terribly thrilled about it. And uh, Ryan's done a tremendous amount of work getting the new one up and ready. And uh, I know, Katie, you just you just bought the planner, didn't mm-hmm. you? Did didn't you? <laughs> I will admit, I, thought, I haven't. I've I thought I saw it, it come over. I've tried it, but um, I have to figure out how to use it. Okay, what are you using? Are you using an iPad or, or Android? Android. Oh. Anti Apple. <laughs> it works great on either. It does. It does. <laughs> when are you going to come to the Apple side, Katie? Never. <laughs> Brad, we were in the same typewriting class on Apple IIe's. Oh, those were amazing. They all started then. Those old green screens. Mm-hmm. Those and were floppy so- disks. Oh, you remember those? <laughs> like the actual floppy ones. Yeah, they were the floppy. Ones, the big ones. That were the five and a half quarter inch ones. <laughs> five, five and a half inch ones. Yeah. Those are sweet. I remember I was so stressed during typing class. Did you get stressed about I got really stressed about typing yeah, class. Yeah, because I was always the one that looked at my fingers while I was yeah. typing. And our teacher, who will rename, remain nameless because I'm Facebook friends with her now, <laughs> would always come and put her <laughs> notebook over my fingers so I couldn't <laughs> see. But now I type 90 words a minute. So Yeah, I'm with you. So I, I got a job mm-hmm. at the uh, local newspaper when I was going to college for graphic design. And I was up to 90 words a minute. When I was in the ads room, I was like, and there was one day I was really worried. I was never going to be able to type. Look at me go. <laughs> you know, what's okay. worse than going through a typing class. What? As part of my training to become a teacher, a business ed teacher, typing was part of the curriculum that we had to learn how to teach. Not only 
did we have to learn how to type, but we had learned, had to learn how to teach typing. Yeah. There's only so many times you can hear A, S, D, A, S, D, S, D, A, D, S. Like, it's whoa. like ingrained in his brain. <laughs> yes. It's, it's traumatizing. Oh, too funny. But anyways, hey, if you want to go check out the Digital Debt Freedom Planner, you can go ahead over to uh, balancesense.com or go to therealdebtfreedad.com. Click on Debt Freedom Planner at the top of the menu, and uh, you can go ahead and check it out. There's a lot of great previews and things on there. And uh, look forward to feedback. If you guys got it and you're using it, let us know uh, how you like it. So uh, today, guys, we're talking a little bit about this secret uh, to getting out of debt. And, and the secret isn't education. It isn't being smart enough. It isn't having a certain amount of income. It's not about what you cut out of your life and the sacrifices that you make. Uh, even though those things can make a dramatic difference in your success in getting out of debt, but the real secret to getting out of debt that most people miss is just the consistency. And I will also add to consistency is the patience in in the journey. And uh, I really want to, I know all of us have gone through this. Uh, I know Amber, you took you about 20 months. Ryan, it took you how many, how many years roughly? I don't, I don't think you have an exact year, but yeah, I mean it, I mean total, you know, it was about eight years total, eight years. Chris, how long did it take you total time? To get out of debt was about three and a half years, three and a half years. I was about four to five with a, my first marriage ending in divorce. There's a divorce in the middle there, which slowed it down. And Katie, you're at uh, just you're oh, at five this, years this, this month, this week. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. July 8th, I want to say it was about when it happened or no, that's the day I bought my car, I think. So several days later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what, so what would you guys say about this? I mean, I think over and above everything else that we do, obviously, you know, when people first start our program or go through even our podcast or they start getting on board, you know, there's a lot of things that you got to learn how to do. Obviously, behaviors, habits, choices play a huge role. The whole habit of budgeting, you know, learning how to track your expenses, learning how to manage the actual money, the whole habit of creating, or I'm sorry, the whole uh, creating a habit of saving, getting, the, getting used to being able to put money away rather than always in this spend mindset. Obviously, using the debt snowball. And, and so there are things that you have to learn along the way, but I think consistency is probably, uh, and why honestly this business exists and why our membership exists is uh, the support and accountability because it's it's one thing to to know what to do it's it's another thing to be able to do it long enough to get the results. So can you guys share like what you guys struggled with when it came to the consistency, maybe the discipline side of everything that we talk about here, and and maybe just some things that were just hard for you guys. Yeah, for me, it was, I mean, we, I say eight years. I mean, in reality, like if we really like took that to where we, where we finally found our groove, it was probably more about the four year mark, but those first two to three years for sure were trying to find some, a way to be consistent. Um, and kind of like you said, where it was like, you know, it's not how much you cut out of your life or all those sorts of things. But for us, a big, a big thing that allowed us to start finding some consistency was figuring out a way that worked for us to get out of debt. And I think at the time, popular belief was like, you cut out everything, you do all this stuff. You, you basically, you have a, just, you just are, not allowed to spend any money on anything except debt. And so we would try that and we would fail and we would try that and fail. And so the thing that got us consistent was figuring out what a kind of a, just, uh, I would say a, a, a meet in the middle kind of way to do it. And that's how we were able to then become consistent. Um, but even along the way, I mean, I think consistency is, 
it's a long road. I mean, Katie, five years. It's, I mean, to say like, that's a long, that's a long time. I think that's, it's for us, it was, it's hard to be consistent day in and day out because the road is a lot longer. You know, I think in our minds, we think we're going to get out of debt like six months from now, we'll be all set. But for a lot of people, it's going to take a long time and that it is just hard to remain that way. Yeah. Especially knowing I still have about two years left until I'm totally out of debt. And despite maybe what popular opinion is, this is not easy. I mean, (laughs) it's not, this is the hardest thing like ever, but it is absolutely 1 million percent worth doing. So I would think that when you say it's, it's the most difficult thing you've ever done when you finish, you're not going to want to go back because you went through the hard journey. That's the beautiful thing about doing it this way and taking the time and being consistent. Now, Brad, I'll say this. You asked me how long it took us. It took us three and a half years the third time we tried. Right. So if we go back and add the few times that we failed before, it probably was more like seven years. And part of it was sometimes overcomplicating things, sometimes not knowing what to do, sometimes just life getting in the way, sometimes thinking, we'll never do this. And you fall off the bandwagon. Unfortunately, I got back up again nine months, a year later, got back on the bandwagon, failed again. And about a year or so later was when I finally was tired of being tired. I know that's a phrase that, that a lot of people use. You've got to be tired of being tired. And when I finally hit that point, then I was able to focus a little bit more. But I was also able to draw upon the failures and learn from those. Well, it went wrong. Why did it go wrong? And then, of course, having the right mindset, the right why, the right goals, you know, the right vision, that stuff does take time. It takes a lot of time, but it is so worth it when you come out on the other end because now you've gone through a journey that you don't want to go back through. And I think, Katie, that's the big thing you're going to find when you finally get there is because of how much you struggled, how difficult it was, you're going to have learned a lot along the way. And the most important lesson is I am never going back to that again. Right. And I mean, it's still hard because I still slip up. And so I just know, okay, I have to cut that out. And this was a bad day or a bad week for whatever, but get back to it right away. Cause I could see, you know, Oh, once I'm out of debt and I have all this free money just laying around, like I could just go spend it however I want then. And that's not going to work either. So yeah. yeah, if you if you signed up for this and thought, oh, Brad has the secret key that has this wave of magic wand and it disappears. No, like you actually have to do the work. You do? We don't. You do. And as I mentioned a couple episodes what? ago. We have the secret. What are you talking about? <laughs> Stop lying. <laughs> but Katie, the thing is. You're right. When you finally pay off all the debt, now you've got new things you've got to learn. Mm-hmm. Now, what do I do with all of this? Exactly. Yeah. And that begins a whole new journey. And then you sort of begin a new journey after that. It never ends, but it does become much more exciting. Yeah. I think I, I, I relate really well. A lot of our Roots members talk about how it's awesome that the plan is working, but then they get really impatient or I guess overwhelmed with the time that it's going to take for them to do it. And I think that's where 
th- and that's hard. I don't have, I don't really have any, except for being on this side now, I can tell you that it's worth it, right? Yeah. But I, I don't have like a secret, like, you know, solution to, to overcoming that because I think that's what I struggled with when it came to consistency and getting out of debt was that sometimes it, it was just like, it felt like you just never were going to get there. So it was easy just to look at maybe this impulsive purchase over here, or this emotional purchase over there that was going to like, oh, this is going to, this will be fun. We'll just do this for right now because it's, I can have it right now. Right. And sometimes those goals that are really far out there, it's, it's easy just to kind of be like, or, or just feel like you're never going to reach it. So that for me ruined a lot of the consistency and, and actually being successful and getting out of debt. Um, and I would be, I would agree. I think if I would have done it, like other people have done it or even like Amber and Paul, you guys did it. What? 20, 20 months. Yeah. And I think what really kept us consistent is the accountability. I really believe that like just, we jumped into roots and that's when we started. And I think I really believe that it was all the accountability and the constant meetups and you right. know, the group that we had going and talking to everybody. And, and that just really helped us stay consistent for sure. Yeah. Yeah, see, I didn't have that, you know, and that's, I think that's, well, that's one of the reasons why we created this business was to, to, to add that environment into people getting out of debt. But, um, I think, you know, when you're doing it on your own, it, man, it's so easy just to fall in. Like I've got a list of things, like why people have lost consistency here in roots, you know, a couple of them are, life is too busy. we we hear that excuse. Uh, a lot of us lack just really good goals, you know, and, and short-term or long-term goals that we believe in. Uh, a lot of us fall for what society is doing, you know, friends and family, a lot of distractions there, right? It's easy to be like, oh, they're all going to this thing or this concert or they're going out to eat or they're doing this. And it's just easy to be like, well, if they're doing it, I should do it, right? Or I want to do it. Or we we get in that FOMO mentality, a fear of missing out. Um, so I think, you know, all the, the, the other big one that I put here at the end too is a lot of us, I think, struggle with. If I can't do it perfect, then I'm I'm not going to do it at all, you know? And I think what we can all agree on and what I've heard all of you say is that we're not going to, we're, none of us have done this perfectly. We have all screwed up. And, and I will say this, but I think this is probably one of my bigger frustrations in what I do is that people will put me up on this pedestal that I like have this, like I do everything perfect, budgeting perfect. I'm, I'm just expert at my money. Like I never mess up. And that's just not true at all. Like my life is a freaking mess right now when it comes to budgeting and all that stuff. It's crazy right now. And so I think what you got to understand is, is we all just kind of, it's, it's failure after failure that eventually gets you to the finish line and you just got to be okay messing things up. And, but, but the key is what, what today's episode is to hopefully give you some tips to to help you be more consistent. So would you guys share a little bit? I know we're going to talk about a few things here today um, that I put in the notes, but is there any like one thing now, Amber, I know you mentioned accountability and support. Obviously you were in roots. You did it through roots. I know you mentioned that one, but, uh, for Chris, Ryan and Katie, anything that made the big difference from you in sticking to being more consistent, not perfect, but just better. <laughs> can I, can I, can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. For me, I'm a very competitive person and I, I was able to sort of create a, a competition for myself, but let me let me start by saying this. How do you eat an elephant? The old saying is, you know, one bite at a time. If you think about, not that you're going to eat an elephant, but something that big of a goal, it seems so insurmountable. So let's just take a number like you got $10,000 in debt, just to pick a nice round number. Well, $10,000, that's a lot of dollars. But most of us can sort of wrap our head around 
$100. So well, what is $10,000? Well, if I can find $100 10 times, that's $1,000. So if I can find $100 100 times, that's $10,000. And so sometimes I think if you, for me, breaking it down into smaller numbers, much smaller numbers, and just ask myself, how can I come up with 100 bucks or how can I come up with 50 bucks? And I sort of thought about it as, a, as points in a game. And for me, I needed to get to 90 something thousand points. All right. And every time I paid off $100 worth of debt, that was 100 points. So I sort of created a game out of it, gamified it, and broke it down into numbers that were much, much more manageable. You know, how can I come up with $1,000? How can I come up with 200 And these numbers may seem big to people, but once you get the traction going, and Katie, maybe you can speak to this, it sort of gets a little easier to find 100 and then 200 and then maybe 300 And then all of a sudden it becomes exciting. And then the game starts. How can I come up with those points if that sort of makes sense? Mm -hmm. I would definitely agree with that because like for me, yes, I always want to do everything perfectly. So for me, it was like either I'm going to do it all 110% or I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, but I also have to compare it to like, I also hate to work out, but my friend had gotten certified to train a Zumba class and she's like, just come. I need a warm body in the class. I'm like, all right, but you know, I don't dance. I'm not coordinated. I have no rhythm or balance or coordination. She's like, as long as you're moving, you're doing it right. You're fine. So I'm like, okay, as long as I'm moving. So as long as you are doing something, even if you very much have two left feet, as long as you're doing something, you're going to be farther ahead than you were the day before. So just put in the effort. Don't just try to be perfect. Cause like at the beginning I was breaking down like my grocery store bill, like every line, it was like, okay, this is groceries. This is household. This is dog food. This is like, I no, I had to like step out, step away from the spreadsheet and just be like, okay, do 15 minutes and just get it done. So put in the effort, not just trying to do everything every step perfectly because right. perfect ain't a thing <laughs> right yeah for for us it was um really figuring out like why we wanted to get out of debt kind of our big kind of our big purpose you know what what our goal was and like the two big things for us was one we fought about money all the time it was literally i don't want to say daily but it was just all the time we were arguing about money and it's like this, I don't want to do this anymore. Like we literally just like one of the number one things that we argue about is just constantly back and forth, back and forth. And I would love to not do that. And the other thing was just modeling an example for our kids and to like not have them just do what everyone else does and, you know, go away to school and take out huge loans and, and have mom and dad say, you'll always have a credit card and you know, do all these things that was modeled to me in a way. Um, and we just didn't want that. And, you know, I think that's what really got us on track with like becoming consistent, you know, and it kind of goes to and kind of going back to the time thing we mentioned earlier. It's like five years, three years, four years, seven years. It might seem like a long time, but seven years from now, you can be out of debt or you can be deeper and stuck more in debt. And it's like, that's what, that's what started kind of for us. Cause it was like, regardless of what you think four years is going to go by in four years, where do you want to be? 
Do you want to be right where you're at now or worse? Or do you want to just be ahead? And that's what really started leading us to be consistent. Yeah. I, I think we all fail with that. It's like uh, we, we trick ourselves into thinking that things are just going to get better on their own. <laughs> right. Or, um, well, you know, it, well, it'll figure itself out. No, it won't. Right. <laughs> Not when it comes to money. It, it typically just gets worse. Yes. Yeah. Like every time I thought, oh, yes, if I transfer this credit card over to a 0% interest, of course I'm going to pay that whole balance <laughs> off by the time the 0% is over. And then life happens and you're like, oh, yeah, I was never going to pay that off. Like, you can't do that paying just the minimum payment every month. So, yeah, I think one of the biggest things that made a difference for me was was decluttering the other areas of my life. And I think I always made the biggest excuse that I just didn't have the time to work on it. You know, and I I, I love hearing this excuse because it was me. But a time is one of the biggest excuses on why we hear people don't work on their finances. And so what I decided to do is, well, I've got the time. I just need to figure out where, where else am I spending my time? And so like, for instance, you know, just like we tell you, like when you're starting to budget and you don't think you have money to save or pay off debt, go back and look at the last three to six months of your bank statements, your credit card statements, your PayPal, your Venmo accounts, and figure out like where you're spending your money. And the same thing goes with your time. If you're feeling like you don't have time to spend on some of these areas in your life to improve your life, then go back and look at how you're spending your time. And for me, that was a big one. You know, TV, you look at social media, you look at internet, you look at gaming, you look at just all of these ways that we are wasting money and time. Uh, I mean, heck, even look at the time that you spend in your car. Could you be using that time more wisely listening to say like more podcasts, like what we're doing or uh, even getting yourself into a membership like Roots and self-development. I'm not saying you got to fill up every single waking minute in your car like that, but even if you took advantage of just 15 to extra 20 minutes a day of doing some of those things, how big of a difference that that can make for you. And uh, that's one of the things that I started to do that I think that made the really the biggest difference in becoming more consistent with just not only getting out of debt, but just improving my life as a whole was just being willing to sacrifice things that I was spending time on and even being willing to just get up earlier in the day so I could spend more time on some of those things. And a lot of people will say, in fact, I was just talking to somebody here uh, yesterday about it and they're like, how are, I could never be a morning person like you. And it's like, well, I, I don't want to, I mean, I would like to sleep in. I would like to create a habit of sleeping in, but um, I have just, I've just created this habit of getting up early and it doesn't happen at, you know, there might be, 5% of the mornings that I don't get up super early, but 95% of the time I'm up between like 4:30 and five, sometimes even earlier. And it's not because I want to be up that early. It's just because getting up that early has allowed me to really improve a lot of areas in my life. And finances have been a big one. And even looking at this business, I get so much done before the rest of the world is even up. Um, it, it just makes a big impact on your life. And again, I want to be clear. It's not because I like to do it. It's just because I like the results of doing it. And uh, the same thing is going to go through with your finances too. As, as you get those results, as you get those wins, especially if you're starting small, the more you get those, the more you're going to be willing to stick to it. And I think that's where you need to get to in order to be consistent because a lot of us are just so used to losing all the time. Well, I think in conjunction with that and, and probably the next little topic that we're going to talk about, you know, Pick up a copy of Compound Effect. I know, Brad, that you've talked about this before. Yeah. The book Compound Effect. It's really good at helping you ask questions of yourself. 
is what are the negative things that that keep me from doing things I want to be doing? What are the things I'm doing right? What are my goals and what small changes, small changes can I make in my life to build this consistency that we're talking about? Yeah, I have the book like literally right here. It's like 160 pages. It's like, there it is. If you're on YouTube, that's the book, Darren Hardy. Awesome guy, by the way. I've done a lot of training classes with him. But yeah, awesome book. Probably the best book I've ever read. And it not only will change your life with your finances, a lot of other areas too, for sure. It's definitely one of the top five I've read. Yeah, super simple. And man, you can just apply it to just about everything. Um, the other thing too, I think that helped me guys, and, and maybe you guys talk about this, but is waking up and understanding that like, it's not going to be fun. You know, that the, the daily practice of financial health is not all that exciting. And you know, when you first get started, it's fun. It's exciting because you're starting to win. You're starting to get those wins. You're starting to, you know, see results and, and not to say that those get old, but over time it loses some of the excitement over time. There are still going to be some of those big wins. You pay off a credit card, you pay off your car loan, whatever. Those are big days, right? But it's just that daily practice that gets to be really boring and mundane. And sadly, we live in a society that says that, well, if it's boring and mundane, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do it. Well, that's success though. Like people who become really good at the boring and mundane are the ones that are really successful at whatever it is that they do. Um, because they're willing to just wake up and just do the hard stuff that nobody else is willing to do. Um, it's that whole, you know, 95% of the work that you have to put in is going to suck, but it's the 5% that's going to be worth it. And, and I think that's, that's something that really helped me because we become, at least I do, and I still do, you know, you become really whiny about it sometimes, you know, it's like, ah, I don't want to do it. Like, you know, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to work out. I don't want to eat healthy. I don't want to work on my budget. I don't want to, you know, none of us want to, what are the, what is the term now? Adulting, right? Nobody wants to be adulting, <laughs> but you just, you just get used to the fact that you have to do these crappy, not fun things, not sexy things if you want to win. And, and I think once I kind of grasped that mindset that it's not going to be fun, I was willing to do it more. I think one of the hardest things for us was saying no for a while, like, because we couldn't just say yes to everything. Like, Oh, you want to go out for drinks? You want to go out for, you know, a meal? We, we said a no a lot at the beginning because we were really just focused. And then as we got going, we were like, but I want to say yes more. And we had to make a decision. Do we slow it down a little bit so we could say yes a little bit so that it's not as boring and mundane? And and we did. We made the choice to make extend how much time it would take to pay off the debt. But but the key word there that you said was you said no a lot in the beginning. So what do you mean by that? Oh, to like just invitations to different things with friends and family. Yeah. But I meant by the beginning part. Oh, when we, were, when we were really paying off the debt. Yeah. Now we're saying, why well, we say yes when we want to. Actually, I say no quite a bit now too, because I still have goals that are more important than a drink. <laughs> right. But the key thing is you can say yes to more things now though, right? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where I was yeah. going with that. I was trying to lead you there. <laughs> yeah. Getting out of debt is not fun. I mean, it is, it is the, probably the hardest one. I mean, for me, it's one of the hardest things we've done. Um, and, and it is, I mean, it, it is amazing that when you start telling everybody what you're doing or they find out what you're doing, how much they want for you to not be successful and not do it. 
Yeah. Not, be, not because they're trying to be, be mean or anything like that. It's just so foreign. But you will all of a sudden have more invitations to going out and doing things. And ah, every ah, don't you know, like the amount of peer pressure you will face uh, when you start doing it. And and I think Amber, like you said, I mean, we we didn't say no to everything either. But I think the key to being consistent for us was like we still said no. And there were some things we said yes to, but it was like consistently, it didn't, you know, we didn't consistently then start saying yes, which got yeah. us off track again. It was like, yes, we knew sometimes we'd say yes and it might take us a step back, but then we would be saying no a lot more as well. But yeah, that it is hard. It It is very difficult. I think like you said at the beginning, it's, it's fun and it's, you're excited and it's just like, you know, we signed up for the gym earlier this year and it was awesome and it was fun and you know, I, I, my things, probably my cards got dust on it. I think at this point, you know, because <laughs> it's just hard to be consistent. You know, it's hard to, you know, you've that, that feeling that euphoria of starting something new and exciting kind of fades pretty quickly. Once the reality of like the day in day out, you got it. This is a lifestyle. This isn't like, you're not going to look like have that beach body in a month. It's like, Oh, it's going to take me like a year and a half? I don't, I don't often do that. <laughs> year and a half. I'm 43. I'm still working on that. <laughs> I'm just glad he gave me encouragement that I can still do it. <laughs> and the saying is misery loves company. So that's why everyone else is like, yeah, you should just go out with us instead of paying off your debt. Why yep. is it not success loves company? Like, why is that not the the same because success is a whole lot more fun, but there, I mean, there are stickers. I mean, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, there are stickers. Yeah. Stickers make stickers. it fun, which I think, which I think leads it to just one more. Well, yeah. One more thing is, is make it fun. Like try find yeah. and let's, this is why we gamify a lot of things that we do inside roots. This is why we give our members a membership kit. This is why we give them stickers. Like we, you want to try to make it as fun as you possibly can, right? I think also creating some sort of small routines in your life can help with consistency as well. You know, and I think this is probably really hard. Like I'm, I'm man, I, I feel like a hypocrite talking about this right now based on where I'm at in my life because I have, I have like no routines in my life right now, I feel like. But, but for real, I think having small routines, you know, getting up at a certain time Monday through Friday, maybe give yourself Saturday and Sunday off, but getting up at a certain time Monday through Friday, or maybe it's, you know, doing a certain task at a certain time every day. Maybe it's like Ryan said, you know, he's having trouble going to the gym. You know, it's like, well, maybe it's, you know, at this time we're going to go every day. It's just going to happen every day. It's just creating these small little routines in your life, finding these little pockets of time. And for a lot of people, you know, when it comes to the stuff that we talk about on the show, I mean, it doesn't take hours every day. You know, we're talking 15 to 20 minutes a day is really all you need to spend on some of this stuff too. Um, so I think the last thing is, yeah routines and uh, making it fun are, are definitely going to be big difference makers, I think. So one thing you can do is take, take something, your, whatever your goal is, what am I going to do when I get out of debt? Or maybe if your goal is to pay off your house, that's your last debt. Take a picture of your house or a picture of whatever goal that you have. And there are websites that you can order puzzles, say a thousand piece puzzle and you upload your picture and just take how much debt you have and divide it by that thousand just to, to pick a number. And every time you pay that debt off, you get to put a piece of the puzzle together. That's sort of the same thing I was talking about, gamifying it. Right. But this is more for the visual people and a way to make it fun is, oh, we get to put another piece of the puzzle together. Just a thought. Right. 
Amber, you guys did that for your uh, down payment on your house, didn't you? Yeah, I just drew a childlike drawing. (laughs) (laughs) I remember it, though. (laughs) I remember you had an umbrella there for your three to six month emergency fund. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I remember that. You still have that? You still have that poster? No, no, no. I declutter a lot, so. (laughs) Well, guys, that's going to be the big secret. Um, You know, again, it's not education. I mean, we can sit here and talk about what you should do all day long. It's it's really going to be putting in the work consistently day in, day out, month in, month out, year in, year out. And uh, that's how you're going to win. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back here with uh, some celebrations. So the Totally Awesome Debt Freedom Planner is helping so many people make consistent progress with their finances. Whether that be building emergency funds, paying down bills, budgeting, tracking paydays, saving up for larger purchases, goal planning, and planning for those irregular yearly expenses that always seem to catch you by surprise. Now, the Debt Freedom Planner will help you take the stress out of managing your money. And if the thought is running through your mind, hey, I just need to have a simple tool to get my finances together, this planner is perfect for you. Head over to therealdebtfreedad.com, click on the Debt Freedom Planner in the menu at the top of the page, and order your Debt Freedom Planner today. And that's how it means it's time for the celebrations of the show. First, we have Kelly Elder Tyson took hubs to the drive-in for an old-fashioned date night. We saw Indiana Jones and the Dial of the Destiny. I have never been to a drive-in, guys. It's so fun. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I've got one just down the road here. I don't have it. We don't have any. You guys don't have a drive drive drive-in? Not ever? Like when you when when you were little, too? No? No. I don't think we have any more around. Do we have any around us, Katie? I don't think we have the any around. The one's not I don't think that anymore. One's... There's one out in Johnson Creek or somewhere out there. Is there? Yeah, we used to go when we were kids. But uh, I'm more interested in the Indiana Jones movie. I wonder how that is. Anyone <laughs> Anyone else an Indiana Jones fan? Come on. I'm an Indiana Jones fan, but seeing the previews, it didn't look very good. I've heard it's not very good. So. You've heard it's not very good? That's the, oh, the rumor. Bummer. All right. They use a lot of the... AI to make him. Well, they have to. Yeah, they would have to. I would think. Yeah. (laughs) Daniel Elwell and Lori Elwell day trip to Virginia to see our newest great nephew. Spent the day with family. Did a bunch of research, and I purchased a steel weed eater. Uh, Hopefully, it will be the last one that I ever need to purchase. And we bought Lori a new pair of shoes. Mom got a new pair of shoes. Good job. And Papa got a still weed eater too. So that's right. That's not a bad brand. Uh, this is a good week. It's a good week. So Gina Christie, she she combined those two. So Kelly went to the movies, right? Yep. And then Daniel went to see their nephew. Well, Gina budgeted cash to take her nephew to the movies for his birthday. I don't know if they saw Indiana Jones or not, but <laughs> they they even splurged and got popcorn and a soda too. That's awesome. Great win. Enjoy. Coolig will be going on vacation to, and I'm going to assume this is in Canada, West Edmonton. It sure is. <laughs> I only know that from watching the hockey Stanley Cup, like COVID bubble in Edmonton back in the day. <laughs> and then they went, they're planning the vacation with all their family, mom, dad, sisters, families, and the kids. And it's all paid in cash. Yeah, that's incredible. Good job. Uh, and Hillary Morse, mother-daughter trip to Margaritaville Resort. There you go. Love that. Have fun with that trip. Awesome job, guys, paying cash for all these fun purchases. 
And congratulations to all of you guys who are working so hard at getting out of debt. And if you're just getting started with our podcast or maybe you've been listening for some time and you're interested in how you can get started on the road to financial freedom, go visit our website at balancesense.com and sign up for our free Life Without Payments workshop where I'm actually going to show you the first steps that have helped tens of thousands of people just like you and I kick financial stress and worry for good. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast. Connect with us on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at Brad Nelson Debt-Free Dad. If you found value in today's episode, please leave a rating and review. We so appreciate it. For resources, show notes, and links mentioned in today's show, visit balancedsense.com. That's balancedsense, C-E-N-T-S, dot com. Catch you next week.